The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You're listening to the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Bye, Gord. <laughs> there goes Gord Stikey out the door. We're talking more about uh, some really cool road trips mm-hmm. that that we've done, and you'd done. You said you'd gone through the Coquihalla a few times and had a scare in the winter, and did uh, like a whole bunch of three sixties, and said that was it. Yeah, there was uh, yeah. back in the day. There used to be a run that was a bunch of bars. So there was Kamloops and Kelowna and Fernie, and uh, just all over the place, which was fine. I would go in the summer, so I would take that run in mm-hmm. June, July, August. Um, but occasionally you'd go out to uh, Vancouver and you'd drive, right? Yeah. And just one night on the Coca-Cola, I think coming back from Vancouver, I just lost control of the car and I wasn't speeding. But you just only him. have to watch Highway yeah, Through absolutely. Hell, right? My car spun out. It was like one or two in the morning. Got it to come to a rest. I think I would have done damage to the car had there not been a bunch of snow piled up on either side of the highway. And I phoned my agent and said, That's it. I'm done. Like, Vancouver yeah. has to be flights now, and I've, I have not driven through BC since. My very first motorcycle road trip was um, there used to be a, run, a, a ride for kids here, and I think, if I remember correctly, it raised money for the, the um, hot lunch program oh, at the schools. So you had the yep. ride for kids, and we used to get together every, I think, Wednesday night at uh, one of the bars along Calgary Trail or something like that. It was a show and shine, that sort of stuff. But, I mean, I, I had just kind of started riding. I didn't have the proper equipment. I had my leather jacket. I had my chaps. I had my gloves. I didn't have wind, winter gear. It started to... It, we, this was in the summer, mm. and we were going up through Rockies at Rocky Mountain House and Nordegg, and it was slushy. It was snow in the mountain passes. Oh, yeah. And it was absolutely freezing. We got to some chalet type thing in in nordeg you were on a bike on a motorcycle and took off all of our gear and just went in and they actually had the fireplace going in this place it was about three degrees that's how cold it got and had to take all of our stuff and um put it by the fire or warm it up um in the Mm -hmm. (laughs) in, in the bathrooms with the uh the hand dryers and that sort of stuff and by the time we turned around and then got into Golden, so we, they had lent me more clothes to wear. By the time we got into Golden, the sun had come out. Next thing you know, it's like 28 degrees. <laughs> really? And we're all on our bikes, and there's just steam coming off of us. So it was like, <laughs> get me off of this thing. My very first motorcycle road trip. And I, again, I, I just wasn't, I wasn't prepared, mm-hmm. and that, that's my fault. But kind of thought, oh, this is going to be a nice whatever, blah, blah. Never thought it would be snowing. In yeah. the summer. Well, that's just it. I used to, in fact, I won't do it, but I used to have a joke about Oy. the weather conditions at the top of these yeah. mountains on the Coquihalla and some of these areas in July. Yeah. And, you know, as an Albertan going to the coast, mm-hmm. you're not expecting it at all. Yeah. And people are not driving to the conditions because in their minds, I think it's summer. Yeah. So they're still doing better than the speed limit on icy roads. And you wonder how fast they can get out there and deal with this because maybe they were expecting ice. I certainly wasn't. It's funny, though, you mentioned preparedness so yesterday you know those little clips that you put on your visor and then you clip your sunglasses yes and they never last longer than a year or so every time you clip it you you, you know it hurts it a little bit so there comes that day when you go to clip it and it falls apart right mm-hmm. so it falls apart and i thought to myself i think i ordered two or i bought two the last time and and stowed one in the little compartment between the seats 
in anticipation of this one breaking one day. So, I, and it turns out I didn't. But between the seats, it just made me think of you. It made me laugh. <laughs> between the seats was a package of candles, a hot pocket, <laughs> a flare. And it, it, we must have done a like show. My purse? No, you know, sorry. We, we did a show about preparedness. I yes. think we had somebody from the AMA, and there was a list of things you should have in your car. But it, I don't even think it was last winter. I think it was the winter before that I I walked away from this show, having had that conversation, went to Canadian Tire and bought all that stuff no, and you, forgot it was you there. You know when it was? It was um, earlier this year. And I was supposed to go to Lake Louise That's to right. see the Peace Officers, uh, yes. Alberta Peace Officers Conference. But there was that huge storm right. going through Calgary. And I had gone home and put together a big travel thing for the back of my vehicle and then ended up not going because of right, road conditions. So that's, yeah, that's when it was. It's funny. I had the little uh, tea light candles. Mm-hmm. I had everything you need to survive yeah. winter uh, in <laughs> July. <laughs> down the side of your seat. But Right. But, it, you know, right in that little compartment. And to be honest with you, had I broken down during the winter, I don't think I would have thought to look. Like, it was one of the, I was prepared, but forgot I had prepared. It's not what I thought you were going to say, that when you looked down the side of the seat, you, I thought what you were going to say, because it made you think of me, was a pair of broken sunglasses. That's what I thought. I, I did yeah. find a pair of broken sunglasses, which again, I thought, why did I keep a pair of broken sunglasses? Mm. They were Ray-Ban, so yeah. I, I must have not wanted to throw them out, but there, it was missing the sidearm. And I got to thinking, I think there was a point at which I broke the sunglasses and thought, okay, the sidearm has to be in here somewhere, so I'll keep the glasses, find the sidearm, mm-hmm. take it to a place and get... But that has to be, honestly, three years ago. And I've had the car cleaned yeah, how many times? a dozen or two times. And you it, know, that's no one, the weak spot, apparently. Yeah, well, no one has ever well, showed me this arm. It was, I, I did a stupid thing on uh, on Monday, and I suspect that... Chedville can probably relate to this in some way. Uh, I had I had a doctor's appointment on Monday morning, and so last December for my birthday, my husband bought me a pair of Maui Gym sunglasses. Mm. Okay, sounds expensive. Yeah, they they were, and um, I lost them. I lost them around March. Okay, my eye doctor, where I get these glasses, said, "Okay, you know what?" And he's he's amazing. Um, he said. I'll replace them at half price for you. Oh, nice. Which was great. Because <laughs> I got a new fare. Fantastic. Was taking really good care of them, always putting them back in the case, mm. always doing everything. Love these sunglasses. Get out of the car to go to the, the dermatologist on uh, on Monday morning. And I take my sunglasses off. And I don't know why I did this, because I usually always wear them in, open up my package in my purse and put them in there. But I said, oh, I'm just going to throw them on my seat. And I said to myself at that time, don't sit on them when you come back. <laughs> I go into the dermatologist, get all that sort of stuff, open the car door, slide into the seat, and all I hear is crack. Like, are you joking? I just did that. But if all the pieces are there, can't uh, they? Well, here's, <laughs> it's a lot of weight coming down on those glasses and the way they were sitting. They kind okay. of <laughs> forward. Um, my dermatologist and my eye doctor kind of in the same parking lot, mm. in the same building, not the mm-hmm. same parking lot, but in the same I know the parking lot. I was so just there. So you were there too. So yeah. I ran over and I walked in and Chopper looks at me and I'm like, I can't believe I just did this. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I broke the the sidearm on it. Um, we think they might be under warranty because there is a warranty with these things, so we're sending them off. But I just could not believe it was one of those stupid, stupid things when you say to yourself, make sure you don't do this. And then you do it. It's like, make sure you don't forget yeah. where you put your passport. Make sure you don't forget where you put whatever. I guess not leaving them and on the seat is the key. Is the big one, yeah. right? 
Had I put them up on the dashboard? Had I put them in the case, which I'd always done up until that point? So now I'm in um, six hundred dollars on these glasses, you know, it's which a is weird just thing. stupid. And I don't, I don't, I don't even know why because I always buy cheap sunglasses. Yeah, I was just going to say I, I buy twenty dollars cheap uh, I, sunglasses. I buy, in fact, I don't even buy sunglasses. If uh, typically, if it somebody's giving away glasses with yeah. their company name on I'll the side, them. I'll take them. Right, and and I never lose them. Mm-hmm. I never lose them. I never break them. I never misplace them. And and then you buy an expensive pair. Yeah sunglasses and on day two they're done yeah yeah you can't find them or you sat so, on sometimes them sometimes i think it's like you, you manifest things maybe you manifest them i i no, don't sit on these Jalen. make sure you don't sit on them what do i do an hour later i sit on that's them. that's the worst it's like I, sometimes you think about oh gosh you know i haven't had a flat tire in a really long time a week later you've got a flat tire it's like stop it i hope that's not true because i had this thought Ugh. i do some of my best thinking in the shower i'm not sure why but I, this morning when i was showering to come here i got thinking about you know, possible topic, and it didn't pan out in my mind. But the topic was kind of like, which would you prefer to lose, your phone or your car keys? And then I started thinking about combinations of, I was trying to think of something that people would prefer to lose over their phone. And I can't remember, there was no article to go with it. There was no, no study. It was, just there. it was just there in my mind. Uh, I just got thinking about, the phone has become so important. I think it was on my mind because I went upstairs to shower but left my phone in the office. And like you, I thought to myself, okay, before you leave, grab your phone. And But, you you know, if I, you know what it's like when I get to work and I don't have my phone. I'm oh, just I like know. on panic mode where I need that phone, right? The phone has become such an important tool or accessory that there's, I bet you, it's hard to think of something... I mean, other than your life or something ridiculous yeah. like that, you, I mean, I'd rather honestly lose car keys than the phone. Mm-hmm. I, can, I have a spare set of car keys and get more cut. It's a, it's a hassle. But replacing a phone now. There's a, there's a lot on there. Um, well, there's a lot. Uh, you know, not only is it the hassle of getting a new phone and getting your yeah. contacts and all that kind of stuff, but the information that's on the phone. Everything's you, in the cloud. Your banking and, you know, yeah. the, just your passwords are on there. It's, it's, it's funny you bring that up about the phone because last night was the wrap-up dinner for the Sourdough River oh, yeah, Race right. uh, thing. That, and so I had to you go. You were the admiral. I was the admiral. I met a lot of the other former admirals last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? A lot of. Um, How are they doing? A Everybody lot of, okay? A lot of old fellas. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Really great old fellas. Like mm-hmm. some really, you know, people who have done amazing things for this community and whatnot. Ed Bean, uh, Don Clark, uh, you name it. There was, you know, tons of people. I got a trophy. I get. I get. Really? I get a. I, I've never won a trophy. You didn't before. tell me the really. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. I got a. I had a box of trophies from high no. school, university that I eventually no. donated to. I found an article that there was sports teams that are looking for, like mm-hmm. inner city sports teams looking for trophies that just had to, you know, change the plaque. So I donated them all. So last night, as we get out of the um, in the parking lot, and I grab my blazer. With my, you get a blazer, and it was, and it's got, it's got um, okay, I want braiding on it and everything. Well, and um, I, I, uh, I grabbed my hat, my big fancy pirate hat, and I went in there, and I'm like, oh gosh, I don't have my phone with me. Uh, we're leaving. I'm like, oh, it must be in my purse. I get back into the car. It's now 9:30. Everything's all wrapped up. Can't find my phone. Anywhere. Oh, no. It's nowhere. But I know I didn't take it into the hotel. And do you have a Find My Phone app or anything? Yeah, but if you don't have your phone, how do you find your phone? Well, you put it on a different, uh, like you use your tablet or your, oh. like Carol can find my phone for me. Okay. And I can find hers. Yeah, I don't think we have that. Mm. But 
Um, it wasn't in my purse. We searched all over the car, and I thought, oh, I must have left it at work. So we drove all the way back here. It's now 10 oh, o'clock, so I'm thinking I need back. it for uh, work, whatever. I, I just thought I needed it. And Jim's like, well, let's just call. And I said, no, let's not do that. Don't worry about it. Okay. I call the hotel. If you find it, can you let us know? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we're driving down 91st, and Coach it hit calls my phone. Mm. And it syncs through to the Bluetooth in my car. So, so I'm like, your phone's in so the car. So it's in my car, so we know that, but we can't find it anywhere. Was it on silent? Of course it's on yeah, silent. Yeah. I always keep it on silent. Yeah. Um, but anyway, long story short, by the time we found it, somehow it slipped under the car seat, and there's a almost like a little yep. divot yeah. pot under there. And That's it was a phone just catcher a, right there. It was that the thing. phone catcher. See, that's why, I, you know, I find my phone Couldn't app, see it anywhere. No matter what it is, there's lots of them out there. I found one that I like. What I like about this particular one, and I'm sure others are the same, is that if it's on silent, which it often is, my phone's almost always on silent mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't want it buzzing yeah. while we're on the air. Um, it will override that setting. And so what is it? Just find your phone? or Yeah, like you, you download an app. Okay. There's, there's, I think the one I have has no cost, so it probably has ads. You download the app, register your phone um, so that now it's got your details of okay. your phone. Then you take the same app and download it on something else, like your husband's phone or your tablet or whatever. Uh, you can even do it online on mm-hmm. a PC. And you've seen me do it here mm-hmm. where Carol says she can't find my phone, so I go on my tablet and hit uh, you know, locate, and it starts buzzing over here, right? You know what, Andrew? Wasn't it nice, though, when we didn't yes. worry about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can remember the first phone I ever had was that, that gray one. You know, it was like, it wasn't a flip phone. It was just yeah. all, you know, um, and I, I I rarely ever used it. I rarely used it. I had to get it for work, and I would just throw it in my purse. Yeah, I had one of those car ones with the, it had to be hardwired yeah. into the car. You had to take it to yep. a shop to have it hardwired in. Then I had Blackberries, and mm. I enjoyed my Blackberries. It took me a long time to get into the iPhone, but it has become rather all-consuming. It it, it, yeah. it has, and... And, and I think it's fair to say a lot of us are addicted to it or certainly can't go very far with it. I didn't, I wasn't freaking out about having lost my phone last night. I was like, oh, if I lose, I'll just, whatever. It's all in the cloud. I'll, I'll take care of it. Yeah. Uh, it's on lock, but, you know, but, whatever. But still, it was just like, ugh. It's just really funny how it's how it's become so important. Think about, we, we went on vacation one time. Uh, the family, uh, Carol was rushed to get packed mm-hmm. at the at the end. We had people come to our house. There was 12 of us going together. So people came, we had food, we were drinking, and Carol didn't finish her packing. So in the rush, she left without her uh, engagement ring yeah, her or wedding rings, ring. Yeah. So she was gone for 10 days without any rings. And on the way to the airport, she panicked that she didn't have her rings. But then I asked her later, well, if it was a choice, it's just maybe this has been in my mind for a long time. <laughs> phone or ring? She's like, oh, no, I'd rather forget my rings than my phone. And again, what could be more important than a oh yeah, a wedding ring, right? But she didn't, it's just the phone has just become this important tool you can't be without. of time uh, right here but just wanted we were talking about apps and just want a heads up on this one the uh, canadian center for child protection is warning about an app that is out there that a lot of kids are starting to use it is called a cake uh, live stream video chat and uh, the center cybertip.ca program warning parents that uh, this chat app is or this cake app is a uh, risk for teens due to its significant volume of sexual content. Yeah, and it uh, suggests that the app is actually designed 
to take content that you would not want uh, shared of your child yeah. when it identifies a young 13-year-old girl, for example, in a you know compromising pose or uh, wardrobe, that it actually highlights those so that more users yeah. of the app can contact that individual. Uh, the age, apparently, under the terms and use of conditions is 13 years of age, but it's not enforced, apparently. So they say even when a user enters a birthday indicating that they're younger than 13, still allows them on there. Uh, they're saying children under 13 should not be on cake. It's highly sexual um, and uh, is becoming quite pro- popular. So a heads up on that one. Uh, if you've got a kid and uh, you're talking to them about what's on their phone. So the Canadian Centre for Child Protection saying the cake app, not for kids. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.